I am Brian here in North Texas, and I am joined by the one, the only Villam in Tulsa. What's up, Brian? Hey, how are you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. I just um, moved my mic arm, and now all the fucking springs on the mic arm are humming me back into everyone's ears. So, hope everybody (laughs) enjoys that. My apologies. It's been a while since uh, it's been the two of us. So, yeah, let's make it twerk, boy. All right, I'll do my best. This is the part where we actually promises. (laughs) This is the part where we actually twerk on a podcast. Y'all are welcome. Uh, Willem, are you? You said you're drinking a beer this evening. You want to tell us what it is before we get into ish? Surprisingly, yes, I'm drinking on a beer podcast. I'm drinking a beer. Hey, I'm. uh, I'm drinking Dogfish Head, Palo Santo, Marin, Palo Santo Marron. There you go. Wood aged brown ale. Uh, it's good. Have you never had that know. beer before? No, and it was twelve dollars for a four pack, or it was eleven, and then you know, mm-hmm. then, then, uh, yeah, then the, the man gets his cut. Uh, I love that beer. That beer is one of my favorites uh, from Dogfish Head. Okay, so you describe it, and then I'll see if I can. So it's like last time I had it, it was probably about a year ago. It's just like raisins, plums, and like like touches of wood like so you get a little tanniny dry finish but everything is just yeah. full it's the it's like the beer equivalent of like a um i don't know like a fucking hearty ass stew like it, <laughs> it covers every bit of your mouth like it sticks yeah. around for a while and uh you know it took a while to make so yep yeah it definitely sits there and it is a drier finish I could see plums or and or raisins, mm-hmm. so that all checks out. That all checks out. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. I mean, I just now that you've said it, I'm like, okay, yep. But I I really like that beer. I like um, Indian Brown. I think is the other one that they used to make a long time ago. Just a straight brown ale from Dogfish Head, and it was really really good. But I also really dig this cap. Look mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, that looks meant meant to look like uh, wood rings. Oh yeah, okay, I can see that. But they're like perfect, you mm-hmm. know, which is also like a little stylistic something. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I I like Dogfish Head. I'm glad they. Uh, I mean, I haven't. I, I, I. There's nothing really bad to say about them. <laughs> Even when they joined with uh, Boston Beer earlier this year, everybody's like. Cool. No one's angry about it. No one's upset that anyone's <laughs> yeah, sold out. You're to just it. you're glad there hasn't been some sort of racial scandal or something. <laughs> right. Sam Calgioni isn't like fucking doing some despicable act out in Delaware in uh where the fuck are they? Delaware? Yeah. There? yeah, yeah. Delaware. And doing something weird out in Delaware, running for office under like the KKK banner or some weird shit. Yeah. Everybody's like there's a collective sigh of relief every time that dogfish heads in the news and it's like, no, we just like their beer. It's really good. Yeah. Quite. So what are you sipping on? Uh, I'm actually drinking a, um, 
It's a beer. It's a bottle with no label, so uh, that's always fun. This is a uh, German Hefeweizen from Alstadt Brewing in Fredericksburg, Texas. So just nice and pretty color. Nice and... Oh, yum. That looks delicious. Oh, it's so refreshing and so damn good. Like, um, that looks like a good breakfast beer. <laughs> I think that honestly, the things that I've had from Allstat, they make all day beers. Like you could drink their beers any time yeah. of day, all day and be just fine. Do you I, do like on a weekend? Will you do a beer for breakfast? You know, I've never, I don't think I'm, I'm trying to think back even in my grungiest days. I don't think I've ever had a true breakfast beer, like a beer. with. See, breakfast. I think, okay, here's the thing. I don't, I don't think you should think of it as like grungy or like. Oh no no no! I'm talking about the days where I like had to fucking crawl out of bed. Uh, those days <laughs> where I was single <laughs> living. Oh, yeah, single yeah. living on my own days. Those I, even then, I don't think I ever did. The I mean, the closest I come, I'll, I'll teeter with like a brunch beer, like a ten thirty, eleven o'clock beer. But yeah. But I mean, I'm, okay, I'm not talking, you know, maybe 8 a.m. is probably a little too early. I'm probably talking <laughs> after 9 a.m. ish. <laughs> I've yeah. done 8 a.m., but it's like uh, we smoked a brisket, you know, so you have to get up super freaking early. Yeah. To get yeah. the fire going and everything. And then by the time it's like 8 a.m., you've been up for like three hours. So it's like, I mean, even then when you're I, having a beer, I mean, who gives a shit? Like, even when I was homebrewing and I would do early morning brews, I don't think even, even then I didn't have a beer. Like Oof, I, you should have, man. I, that's well, totally a good occasion to drink a beer. Well, see, I have a rule that I don't drink beer until I start the cool off process, until I run start running through mm. my counterflow chiller. Because so I you don't had, mess it up. Yeah, I had some issues mm. where uh, when I first got into brewing, I would brew a style and then I would buy a bunch of beers within that style. And then everybody who was brewing that day, we would just drink beers. Yeah. So there was one famous occasion where I was making a triple. Uh, a Belgian triple or Belgian golden strong. And uh, I bought a bunch of triples and Derek, our buddy from the podcast here, uh, Derek and I drank, I think like six bottles of uh, triple, (laughs) which those are usually higher alcohol beers. And I like, we overboiled the fuck out of the beer. I, it took me forever to chill it down because I wasn't setting up the counterflow chiller. Right. Uh, And it went down as the second or third worst beer I've ever made. (laughs) It was really fucking bad. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but I guess call it a brunch beer then. And I love a good, like, lighter, blonder, you know, like, uh, there goes the Lone Star. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm finishing (laughs) up the Lone Star. I was trying to turn the label to you. Or like a wheat beer or such, you know, for, uh, yeah, for a good brunch beer. It's always nice. Yeah. It's light, crisp, refreshing, gets out of the way. Gets ready. Get gets out you, of the way. Yeah. Gets you ready to start the day. Maybe a little hair of the dog clears your head, and <laughs> and then you can go on to be a fucking degenerate who <laughs> spends the rest of his day drinking beer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I would fucking love to be that person who gets to drink beer all day. Mm, I would gain so much weight. Yeah, maybe. Or Definitely. maybe you would have a lot of fun, and you wouldn't have to worry about you know being grafted to the couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you did mention I, I finished up my Lone Star beer, which if you check us out over on Instagram, at No Beer Left Cast, you'll see my latest post where I accidentally collected all the Lone Star that I had been drinking this week and uh, made a wall yeah. in my in my brew room. It's just a <laughs> camouflage wall on my desk. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that's, that's not a good look. I got to throw those away. 
That's oh. hilarious. I don't God, know, man. Why, they've really been riding that camo, haven't they? Oh, it's hunting season, bruh. <laughs> it's dude, they're literally oh, part of the Texas Trophy Hunters Association. That's what camo that is. <laughs> it's no joke. Like they got a fucking branding on the camouflage style. That's hilarious. I mean, this is the national beer of Texas, so you best respect the goddamn camo. I do I mean I will say this. So you know me. I'm a hams man myself. Okay. Through yeah. and through I'm a hams man. <laughs> I stop people in the store and I say, ma'am, got my hams? Ma'am hams? Ma'am's ma'am's hams. Ma'am's got my hams. Anyway, it's a whole thing that we go through. The lady at Walmart knows me. Anyway. <laughs> the the uh Walmarts down here have discontinued selling hams and they were the last grocery chain to uh have hams in their in their beer sets. Wow, so hams just does not sell in Texas? It sold to me like hotcakes, man. I used to buy a fucking case of hams every week. It's nuts, dude. I love hams. It's so fucking good. They're still going in Oklahoma here. I may have to get a 30, right? Do they sell 30 packs up there? Oh, yeah. Fuck. I took a 30 of hams to a bachelor party one time. And like, I showed up when no one was at the place and I like loaded them into the fridge or whatever. And then when later that night, when everyone's like getting into the fridge to to grab a beer i'm just hearing who brought the hams it's like people just start laughing <laughs> dude it's I, so like i guess up in minnesota it's like an old man beer they call them old man cans up there nah it's dad, dad's hams i don't care it's fucking yeah, good the fuck up. uh so i also like the fact that it was like 13 dollars 24 pack at walmart so uh, like, you yeah. can't beat that uh well since they dc'd it uh, i've had to switch over to lone star as my cheap beer of choice and i'll be honest with you it's not as good as hams. Not <laughs> as fucking good as hams. Sucks. What do you think of PBR? I mean, Lone Star and PBR are very, very similar. They're made mm-hmm. by the same companies. They're sourced <laughs> out of the same breweries. Oh, I didn't know that. And they're both considered uh, cream ales. If you ever wanted to taste a good cream ale, Lone Star beer. Cream ale. Mm-hmm. I get Lone Star from time to time. I guess I'm not a very big cream ale fan. Well, I mean, it's, it's, here's the deal. There's, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. it. Tastes good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good lawn mowing beer, as they say. Yeah, well, I'm mowing the shit out of the lawn here on the couch. It's fucking great. <laughs> I was mowing the lawn until like 11, 11 last night. It was great. Neighbors, neighbors knocked on the window. Said I was having too much fun. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, those are those are the beers I'm I'm, I'm drinking. Um, speaking on speaking of knocking on windows, I had something interesting happen to me last night. Uh, so I had to get up and take, I had a doctor's appointment for my daughter this morning. So a little bit of a weird, uh, like morning ritual threw me out of my game, went to get in the car while it was raining. So I was trying to get my stuff in the car and I was going to come back and get her, get her in the car, open the car door and, uh, all of the shit from my center console, like just old, like receipts and, uh, like a couple old koozies and everything were in my front seat. (laughs) And uh, different lights were on in my car, and shit was just kind of thrown everywhere. Like someone Jesus opened my car door last night and started rummaging through my fucking car, and oh my uh, God. left halfway through. So that was that fun. happened to me in Stillwater one time, and they left a knife on the floorboard. Wait, did you have a knife in the car, or that was the they? Beat no, out? they brought a knife and were rummaging through the car and then i guess as they were rummaging you know they put the knife on the 
floorboard rushed and then got out without the knife back up. So they BYO knifed. That's good. They didn't yeah. steal yours. It's like a big old butcher knife, too. Oh, really? Creepy, yeah. That's oh, yeah. fucking weird then. Okay. Legit shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one thing to be like, oh, it was a little folding pocket knife. It's pretty useful. I carry it with me now. Another thing to be like, yeah, it was a full tang uh, chef's knife. It was real good. It was good quality. I don't know how they got it uh, or how they got it to where my car was parked without being noticed. That's wild. Did they take anything? Nope. The same thing. They just, or if they took something, it was like an old phone charger or something, you know, like something that you just don't even remember was in the car to begin with. Yeah. Like I had. I had a couple of those um, you know, cigarette lighter adapters for phone chargers. Yeah. I had a couple of those in the console that they had pulled out and left on the seat. And then I had my really good uh, fast charger phone charger plugged in right next to my Oakley sunglasses <laughs> that were right there. Sure. Uh, this happened in your neighborhood? Yeah, right in my driveway. Yeah. Probably teenagers. Probably. I know on next door, there's always people complaining about uh, teen kids. Rummaging through their cars. Goddamn teenagers. Yeah, God damn it. Uh, which I always leave, I for the longest time, I've left my car unlocked on the driveway because, I don't know, my yeah. little key fob stopped working a while back and it wasn't due to a fucking battery, so I don't want to pay like $190 to have my key fob right. resynced. So. And I mean, you live in a gated community, so. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the guards are supposed to keep all the riffraff out. I don't see... <laughs> I guess when the roofraff lives next door, they are already here. No. We do have, there's a bunch of kids, and we're at the, toward one of the exits of the neighborhood, so some people can come in and out. I, it's fucking weird, though, that they would just, and they, they like, it would be one thing if they just, like, left the door open and, like, ran. Yeah. <laughs> but they, like, closed the door back. It was raining last night, and my car wasn't wet inside, so, like... Uh, so they probably closed it when they... They probably got in. Were in there. Too. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was, it was just weird. I've never had that happen before. In, in yeah, all. it leaves you like with an unsettled kind of feeling. Right? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck else are you guys snooping around here for? So uh, I started locking my door tonight for the first time, and I've lost faith in humanity. Sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something I distinctly remember just kind of feeling like... I don't know. It sounds corny, but like a little violated. It's like, oh, you know, someone just like without your permission went through all of your stuff. Like, yeah, like someone that you have, you don't know at all. Like, you know, you might know them, but you don't know them. You don't know that you know them. Yeah, like I felt like, you know, I guess technically, black people feel that way anytime they get stopped by the police. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it's a very similar feeling. Except it's way more personal when they're fucking in front yeah, of you doing way it. Worse. Yeah, no, it's it definitely way worse. I was being sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I bet there's an element of that, right? Like, of like, you don't even know this person. They're just like taking advantage of you. Yeah. I, it was, it is not a, not a good way to start the day. It was just fucking yeah. weird. Um, and then as I was driving around, I got to thinking, I'm like, fuck, this would, you know what the worst would be? Breaking into someone's car and then leaving illegal shit in their car. So if they get stopped, <laughs> yeah. like, I was driving around and I started, I smelled something kind of funny. I was like, yeah, it'd be really fucked up if somebody broke into my car and just, like, left, a, <laughs> and like, left, left yeah. dog shit in my car or something <laughs> like that. Like, 
something rude as fuck. Like in the trunk or like yeah. in the spare wheel well or yeah. something. You know? It's like, what is that? Oh, that's 10 kilos of cocaine, my friend. <laughs> You're doing 50 to life. Like, oh, what? My car yeah. was unlocked. Well, that's what you get, motherfucker. And then they just throw me in Texas jail. <laughs> like, yeah. you, can, you can lie yeah. to get your kid into goddamn Ivy League schools and change grades on tests. I swear to God, if you leave your door unlocked for one night, one fucking night. It is sayonara. No. Oh my god damn. How did is you, you Oh, go ahead. Did you hear about this uh John Witherspoon passing away? Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I really uh, I saw that this morning while I was getting ready. He it, was seventy seven? She's fairly 30. young. Did it say why he what he passed away from? I don't know. I didn't catch that either. Um, I was I was kind of bummed, and I was also kind of bummed that they just like limited it, limited him to uh, uh, Friday actor <laughs> John Witherspoon passes away. It's like yeah, I think he did a little more. I mean, that was like his, yeah. you know, like most well known. Yeah. Character. I didn't really know. Honestly, all I knew him from was Boondocks and Friday. Oh, oh yeah. And then he would pop up in certain, you know, some things. Everything whatever, that the Wayans but... brothers did, ever. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. Um, yeah, it's not saying why uh, or how he passed away. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Why can't other people go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Why? Other way worse and older people. Yeah. Way, way fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing this dude did so nothing drink to that guy yeah cheers to John Witherspoon okay, give about 30 45 minutes go in there say what uh, every time he would take a shit in the bathroom on fri- in Friday oh yeah I'd wait about give about 30 45 minutes before you go back in there uh, yeah. every time I hear that line I think that that is probably the way Parker leaves every bathroom no matter what he's just <laughs> done in there whether he's I like I, I picture him just like walking in washing his hands and then coming right back out and then just going hey, give about 30-45 minutes before you go back in there <laughs> what did you possibly do you don't want to know that, the burrito's got to me and just leave oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that movie again or I guess all of them, all of them. That would be a good like. Uh, remember back in the day when like if somebody passed, like TV networks would just throw on fucking marathons of their movies. Like, yeah, I can't remember who yeah. it was. Like, well, okay, Paul Walker. When fucking Paul Walker that died, was the best. TNT turned into the goddamn Fast and the Furious for four weeks <laughs> straight. It was just like Fast and the Furious Wednesday. Holy shit. But like you know, I mean, like <laughs> TBS has an opportunity. I'm pretty sure they still have all the goddamn rights to the Friday movies. Just flip the switch, bro. Turn it on. Let's let's let it run. Fucking, I don't know. Um, yeah. I uh, I read some. Do what? Go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I, sorry I, your uh, your internet's b- bouncing in and out. So I was trying to figure out if I was about to. That's pretty slow. Cut you off. I um I read I saw I don't remember it was okay so Samsung phones their default quote unquote internet app is basically Yahoo news feeds and it's just it's atrocious it really is 
some of the worst fucking content. Like we're, it's like just, Yahoo News should just be called clickbait news. That's all it is. It's all it is. Oh, God. Like modern day tabloids, basically. Yes. Like three dead and Hall- Halloween party shooting is up there right now. Reagan Library at Center of Inferno may burn down. Okay, got it. Oh my god, that one is crazy though. That, yeah, Actually, there's though. a giant fucking fire that no one's talking about. <laughs> that one, yeah, it is that's that's legit. I'll give you that. That's that's legit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. Melanie Griffith, sixty-two, wears only black lingerie and sultry selfie. Huh? Oh my god, dude. Huh? What uh, year is it? <laughs> right. So. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a news story that popped up. Sorry, I was looking at one that was like, that's not funny at all. I was looking at one that came across my that news feed. It was probably two days ago, and it, was, it just said, "Gender reveal kills grandmother." And oh, I, oh, I heard about this one actually. And I said, "You got me. I'm gonna click this one." <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out this lady and I, or this family in Iowa was doing a gender reveal, and they decided to, how you say, make a pipe bomb for the gender reveal. They inadvertent, quote-unquote, inadvertently made a pipe bomb. So they packed... Okay, so what? What? how did they explain it? So they packed a pipe <laughs> full of gunpowder and like a, a colored powder substance. Okay, gunpowder already. Yeah, so they drilled a hole in the side of it for the fuse, and then they they accidentally taped the ends closed, creating a pipe bomb. Well, uh, when they lit the fuse and the family like backed away, they were like, "Uh, boom!" A like the pipe just exploded and sent like shrapnel. Uh, yeah, of course. Everywhere. Well, a piece of shrapnel hit the grandmother in the head and killed her instantly. Oh my! God. At a gender reveal. They said they found the piece of shrapnel that hit her uh, something like 200 feet behind where she was sitting in a field. So they Holy made... Holy shit. They made a, so it must have been a big piece of shrapnel if they were able to find it. Well, and if and a big-ass explosion if, <laughs> if it sent oh, metal yeah. flying that not, far. Not to mention. So what kills me, like I've been now on a crusade to end all gender reveal parties now. Um, well, it's just like this whole one-upsmanship. Everything that trends, I swear, it's like someone has to be like, "Oh, I can do it bigger." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh fuck yeah, mine's gonna go viral with this, and they're like, "Yeah, I yeah, blew it's up all a, going viral." I blew up but a you, shed. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, blew up this old shack out of my out of my land. That's cool. It I wasn't took, even a gender reveal. I just blew up my shed. Okay, so funny. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever seen those videos that. This this has led my mind in a weird place the last couple of days. So I read about another gender reveal in Arizona that happened, I think, last year, year before last. And the guy, he was a Border Patrol agent, so already good guy. And I think he, like, volunteered for Border Patrol, so he's that guy. Of course, yeah. Real cool fucking cat. And uh, he was in Green Valley two years ago. And uh, he decided to take his AR-15 and shoot a bundle of Tannerite to explode it and uh, spray colorful powder up in the air. Which okay. is, I mean, people you want to people use Tannerite to blow up, you know, pigs and shit, all kinds of weird, weird shit on the internet. Oh yeah, it's really fucking brutal. 
Um, but it's also just fucking boys who got caught, uh, who got their puberty cut short, <laughs> just as grown men playing with fucking explosives yeah. outdoors. Uh, so this dickhead decided to do this in Arizona and started a fire that burned 47,000 acres in the Coronado National Forest from a fucking gender reveal gone wrong. Oh my God. It left, yeah, it, it is real fucked up. But get this. So uh, it was this, because this happened on a national, national park, these were federal charges that were placed you know, that, that he faced. Uh, he is sentenced to five years of probation. Mighty white of you. Really appreciate that. And he was ordered to pay. If you were to guess how much money he was ordered to pay, how much would you guess? Based on reality or based on what he should pay? Based on what he should pay. I've based on what he should pay millions of dollars at least. Right. Okay. He was yeah. ordered to he pay to... $8.1 million. <laughs> okay. That's, that's not bad. But, right. That's a pretty reasonable amount until you think it's about actually, it. Like, the vastness of it. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just basically you're like, all right, so we're going to, but I mean, the reality is what, He'll get pay, you know. Oh, you got to pay eight point one million dollars in restitution. Well, they can't take any more money from you than like what you're required to live on. So this motherfucker is probably going to pay back like what fifty grand by the time he dies. <laughs> like this dick. whatever. Yeah, they pinned him under a debt for the rest of his life for his dumbass action. I mean, that's it's almost genius that they didn't send him to prison for it, right? Now he's just got to fucking work the rest of his life. That uh, yeah. No, I saw that. My stomach hurt. I was like, ah, I've done some dumb shit. I mean, never, n- nothing to endanger other people's lives. It really uh, only affects my life and mostly my liver. Right. But I'm like, ah, God, could you imagine? Like, Brian, you drank five liters of a 10% beer in one night. That was dangerous. That was destructive. <laughs> you got to pay $10 million over the, <laughs> over the course of your life. Yeah. Like, I'm fucked. That's, uh, <sighs> that's fucking hang it up. Not going to happen. Oh. Yeah, goddamn! God damn. <laughs> but you gotta know that. I mean, Jesus! Like everyone knows, like dry season. You know, especially if you live in an area like that. If you're around all of that, like beautiful it's nature, fucking Arizona. It's a goddamn kindling. It should be called kindling Arizona, and that's every place that you fucking go in Arizona. There's just a permanent burn ban. Just don't <laughs> don't even throw a cigarette out. But I mean, like the fire stations burn and in effect, you know, like everywhere you go, the news will tell you like, I mean, Jesus Christ. I, it's fucking infuriating. Back to the gender reveal part. <laughs> I was having a rough, rough go of it because the next day after that lady lost her life at her uh, grandkids gender reveal gone awry. There was another gender reveal that had the cops called to it because they used a quote unquote commercially available gender reveal uh, explosives kit. That oh my uh, god, what is with people with gender reveals and explosives? I don't fucking know. Like pregnant women, you got to be careful around them. You know, you don't want to fucking startle them too much. And just shoot that baby out or whatever. I don't know how it works. I don't know how kids. I don't know how kids happen, but uh, I know you got to be careful. You just can't. You know. If I can't, can't can't go scaring them too hard, they'll piss themselves. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I just I'm gonna I'm gonna perpetuate it. 
so yeah, a gender reveal, an explosive, an explosion. Uh, had the cops called there, and like I said, like blew out the windows of this shed, and uh, like neighbors nearby called the cops. And the cops were like, "Eh, it happened outside the city limits. Nothing we can do about it. No charges are gonna be placed." They used everything correctly according to how the product was sold online. I'm like, so then I started like, well, I want to go online and see what kind of you know, explosives they're you know you're able to purchase. Then I stopped right. myself and I was like, no, Brian. That's yeah, how you get careful. put on a fucking list. <laughs> like, hey, you know, hey. or at least like they kind of start, you know, keeping an eye your way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So got some more people breaking into my car every night. You know what I mean? Like looking for evidence. You know, whatever. <laughs> some guys digging through my trash looking for gender reveal explosive kits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I stopped myself. I was like, no, no, no. That's that's how that shit happens because I was getting ready to type in like blow up baby reveals and i was like no none of that sounds good none of of that's good but i will say if you want to be really annoyed with i'm gonna go ahead and say it mostly white people um go on to gender reveal videos on instagram and just fucking cringe at people showing other being the center of attention with their other uh suburban friends saying look at what we're about to shit out and then you'll get really annoyed (laughs) with society (laughs) It's so bad. It's fucking uh, people releasing yeah. pink and out of hand. They do. The ones that I like are the ones where people get hurt, you know. So like the ones where they uh, had a collab- maybe not die though, right? Just maimed, lightly, <laughs> just <laughs> light maiming. Uh, I hopefully only the people who are in, like putting on the reveal, you know, because I feel like the get the poor guests, I just feel bad for the Mm-mm. No, 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 no. The guests showed up. They knew what they were showing up to. Now, if it was a surprise gender reveal, <laughs> the fucking, the dad should be hurt because he really has not, I mean, he's got no part in this. The, the, the mom is, you know, taking care of the, taking care of the Good point. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably the dad's idea anyway. No, I'm going to, I'm going to speak for dads all. Well, 80% of dads. Not their, not their idea. One hundred percent, not their idea. Maybe not the party, but like making a huge explosion. I mean, oh, okay. Like, now, if explosives are involved, that's the twenty percent that wants to, they they have that idea. Yeah, that's just what we're talking about. <laughs> You're like, hey, I got a Volkswagen Beetle. All right, and I'm gonna take the tires. I'm just gonna pack them with gasoline. All right, now we're gonna light a long, I don't know, Yosemite Sam like fuse that's set up to this box with a big giant plunger handle. I'm gonna shove it down, and a boom, Beetle goes up in the air. So how are we going to find out if it's a boy or a girl? <sighs> Shit. Some balloons? We'll just release those? Or maybe we'll spray paint some doves? I don't know. I haven't really worked that out yet. But that beetle, it's going up. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, th- there's some good gender reveals on there uh, where like these people had a collapsible table and they decided, oh, we're going to set off fireworks the fuck fireworks like how how do you have gender reveal fireworks everything looks like goddamn fourth of july there's just ra- rainbow colors happening in the air you don't get blue fireworks you get goddamn mass mayhem even more mayhem when the table the collapsible table falls over because it's not meant to have fucking fireworks shot off of it and it starts <laughs> launching saturn oh, no. missiles at grandma and grandpa and the camera holder which is fucking hilarious then there was this other one that oh. I want. I want to run it by you. This is going to be a little quiz at the end, so just uh, just pay attention here. A a a nineteen year old boy and girl. I'm going to call them boys and girls because I don't care they if I just shit out a kid. Yeah, boy, your girl. Uh, this nineteen year old 
couple was doing a gender reveal and uh, they're doing these like twisty things. It basically looks like you're going to, I don't know, weird jerk oh, off a pr- ones, yeah. jerk off a Pringles <laughs> can is basically what it looks like. And then it shoots out uh, like p- blue or pink powder. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were sitting there getting ready to do that. And uh, the, the boy twists his and his powder shoots out, but it blows the bottom out of the can at a little canister okay. and just hits him right in the dick. Just drops him. <laughs> just bro. Just he's down. Everyone's laughing. It's oh fan fucking fantastic and well deserved that you're doing this on the porch of your trailer home. Um, but I want to ask this to you, Villem. You've heard the story. You understand. You. I, I feel like I've painted the picture for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you multiple choice. Three states in which this this happened. Okay. Uh, uh, choice A, Massachusetts. Choice B. Pennsylvania, or choice C, Tennessee. What do you... Th- yeah, exactly. It's, of course it was Tennessee that a 19-year-old kid and a 19-year-old... like A 19-year-old kid's uh, had a gender reveal where everyone was happy and, oh, look at there, Susie got preggers. That's great. <laughs> Let's get all... Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Now, whoa, 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 I didn't say they were cousins, Villain. I just said they were 19. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> oh, fuck me in the butt. <sighs> Probably not going to do that. Okay. No. All right. That's fantastic. I'm going to grab me another beer real quick. Um, if you want to uh, lead us into what what you got on your mind this Evers. Uh, what do I have on my mind? Um... I don't know. Do you have any current events uh, to talk about here, Brian? Uh, <laughs> Brian just stepped away from the mic. Sorry, literally I said, just like dropped. I, I, I said I had to go get me another beer. <laughs> I was being serious. Uh, my current events. Filled airtime, so whatever. My my current events uh, all involve fucking gender reveal parties this week. <laughs> no. Do you have an announcement, Brian? Yeah, I've got an announcement. It's 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 a brown ale. That's what I'm having now. Um, so you're having a brown ale now? Well, no, I'm having, I guess technically it's an American strong ale. It's a Lagunitas brown sugar. Okay. Which is That's seriously good. my favorite. Huh. My favorite beer, my favorite uh, like seasonal six pack that I can pick up. Hell yeah. It's just so fucking oh, good. Oh. Um, right. Yes. Do you want to cut here for a moment, and then I go get a beer, and then we can keep going? Yeah, sure. We can, we can do that. All right. Be back in five. No, right. not even. <laughs> and we're back. So, Willem, you've got a new beer. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Dogfish Head. <laughs> this is Palo Santo. <laughs> Palo Santo. <laughs> Damn it. I thought you were going to get a different beer. You know what? Doesn't matter. It's still good. Same beer. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been second one, but same beer. Nah, it's fine. Uh, I mean, brown sugars—it's been around for a while. Uh, you know, I was looking back at photos of brown sugar that I have taken over the years. Yeah. And ah, uh, uh, three years ago, I think around this time, I decided to go hard as shit one night recording the, this podcast, and I drank something like. Four brown sugars and a Christmas bomb or, or oh. prairie bomb. I, dude, uh, the picture well, that I got. Uh, what's the 
percentage on the sugars? Uh, they're ten percent. Oh, this the one I'm drinking is twelve, and I'm on the second one now. <laughs> You're just like, ah, it's gonna be. All right, what is there gonna be a snowstorm that's uh, not gonna allow you to go to work tomorrow? You do the old. <laughs> That'd be wonderful, right? <laughs> Dude, pull Remember when you got trail. snow days for work? Dude, I listen. I took a traffic day last week. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I just said fuck it. I was on my way to work, and then Waze updated, and it was like plus thirty four minutes, and I just said nope. Not fucking doing it. Like, two days last week, it took me over two hours to get to work. I'll tell you one thing, Brian, living in Tulsa. Yeah. One of the beautiful things. Beautiful? No, uh, no, no traffic issues like that. Hmm. Hmm. It's one of the, I mean, one of the reasons I moved away from New York was all the traffic. It's terrible. It's fucking atrocious. Really is. Yeah, I swear that shit takes years off your life. Well, if that's the case, I'll be gone before 2022. So, some goddamn cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you say goddamn cigarettes or goddamn cigarettes? Because either yeah, way, <laughs> either way, accurate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, this is a fucking train wreck, dude. I went. I'm looking through my old photos. And I'm finding shit that I've done that I, well, I'm finding shit that I did in 2016. And it's just, I don't know how I survived. Honestly, I don't know how I got promoted. I don't know how I fucking still employed. <laughs> I just, it's insanity. There's everything from fucking piles of beer cans on a Tuesday night to, oh, here it is. Did you have a kid at that point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was wrong. I had two brown sugars and four Ninkasi Brewing hop coolers and oh my God. in one night. And I believe, let's just go to the, where the fuck are, there we go, information. That was on a Tuesday, uh, December 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Google's a real motherfucker when you upload your photos. It tells you yeah. everything that you need to know about how it was like this was on a Tuesday, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> All right. God damn. God damn. You say so. Yeah, I mean it doesn't um, seem responsible, <laughs> but whatever, dude. You, you yeah, just paid. on that prairie bomb note. Back in 2016, when Trump, uh, you know, did his whole thing, I started off. We we watched the whole thing at Prairie, and I started off with America's Prairie America. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good beer. Was what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good beer. Was um, was a good beer. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had it in. I don't even know if they make it anymore, honestly. Uh, but, I think they do. <laughs> Pull up the picture. Sorry. Uh, yeah, this is this is right around the same time that I drank all those beers on a Tuesday night. <laughs> when I tagged Frank, it's a picture of Frank's wife and <laughs> her friend. They went to a wedding. Frank, like they were, it was their couple friend, and uh, it's so it's the two wives in a, in a picture at a wedding, and then Frank, there's a bag of trash in view in the picture, and Frank is tagged as the bag of trash. <laughs> it's one of our favorite jokes. <laughs> it really is fucking the heinous thing to do to people. <laughs> <laughs> God, 
God, it's fantastic. But you know what? That's how we know that we're all really good friends is that we can do that and laugh oh, about yeah. it. You're not no none of us at any point in time if we ever get tagged as a trash can, a bag of trash, or a dumpster, none of us have ever been like, you know what? fuck you. You know what? I've tried really hard. I'm respectable at my job. <laughs> <laughs> I think none of us take ourselves seriously enough to be pissed off about some shit like that. That's a beautiful thing. You know who uh, does think too highly of themselves to get pissed off when shit like that happens? Um, cool. Founders Brewing. All right. Oh, wow. That's what we call transition. Like, you know, it kind of ruins it when you call out the smooth transition. <laughs> nah, it's fine. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> it's like... It's like celebrating when you get a base hit after going 0 for 25, you know? You stand on first and you get that fist bump. Like, fuck yeah. You got to call out the examples until we all get used to and yeah, what, what a transition looks like. It's the new normal. And then everybody's like, oh, okay, that's what they do here. Right. Uh, but because we do it so rarely. <laughs> but now it's sufficient time. Yeah. So, uh, Founders. <laughs> Founders. Okay, so y'all heard us last week, hopefully, um, uh, reading through the deposition of the Founders Detroit uh, taproom manager, whatever his name, Ryan Gosling. No, that's not it. J- uh, Dominic Ryan. There it is. He was a general manager at the uh, at Founders in 2011 and 2012 when Tracy Evans worked there. So we heard his wonderful statements that he had to say and uh, his non-statements, um, one of which being that he didn't know that fucking famous black people were black. I'll just sum it up that way. Uh, so it was a... seat color, Brian, it's clear. <laughs> He's colorblind. What? Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's colored blind. <laughs> what was... No. Uh, oh, uh, colored greens. That's what uh, Michael Scott <laughs> used. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, colored. Greens. I'm gonna cook up some colored greens. They're collard greens. No, well, that's not right. <laughs> they don't call them colored people. And then he just moves right along. That's essentially what well, I'm. I'm assuming that's what Dominic Ryan yeah, said when they were like, beautiful. when they were like, "Hey, what are we gonna serve tonight?" And he looks around and goes, "Well, <laughs> I think we all know what we're gonna serve up." And then he gets fucking promoted. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, after the <laughs> after our podcast, it came out that the diversity manager for founders that they hired back in January after they realized yeah. like, oh, this is a fucking problem. We really we, we were over our heads here. Uh, she had helped out with other big companies, especially in Michigan, to help with their diversity and inclusion programs. Uh, she quit last week. She, <laughs> she threw up her hands. Was like, fuck it. She and. I'm not exaggerating. She said, fuck it because she left. She posted her, she posted her, uh, two week notice letter, uh, to her Facebook page last year or last week. And in that, in that letter, she essentially (laughs) said, she straight up said, I can no longer help this company. They won't accept my help. I've been trying to provide them with ideas and, um, uh, yeah. things to implement to fix their not only their public image but the systemic racism that there is that they're experiencing within founders and they won't accept any of my ideas so i can no longer be a part of the organization from the moment i got there they 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 seem to be more um more worried about winning the lawsuit than doing the right things to fix their problems internally and 
she so she quit. <laughs> she was like, eh, November whatever is my last date. No longer be employed there. Thank you for your time. Uh, so that her. Yeah, no, it was fucking great. Like as soon as they hired her, my gut instinct was like, they are doing this as like lip service to the public. They're doing mm-hmm. this just to fucking look good on paper. And clearly, they care more about this shit and making their point than they do about retaining business. Right. Well, uh, I mean, that's just sad, honestly. So it came out last week at about the I think on the same day that um she posted her uh, resignation letter uh, that the Detroit tap room for founders uh, is closed. Oh, closed. Right. I saw that. So they're just like, yep, yeah, uh, we're not doing any of this shit. We're not, um, we're not having it open. They made it seem like they made veiled threats or veiled comments that their employees were being uh, threatened and for their uh, employees, like physical safety, they were going to close the tap room. Okay, no. They're way too proud. Are you serious? They're right. just, they just don't want to admit that they can't afford to keep their fucking tap room, up, room open anymore. Well, uh, yeah. They're in fucking Detroit. Are you kidding me? And you're this racist? No. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Gracie Harkema, I'm sorry. I want to really define that lady's name, who is the, uh, the diversity director or whatever. I'm sorry, I don't even remember her title. It diversity was... Inclusion. Yeah, she was... Anyway... <laughs> Good for Gracie. You do you, Gracie. Yeah. Get the fuck away from there. I think Um, it's a good show of like integrity. She even put in her resignation letter. She was like, Hey, I, I lost friends. I lost respect within my, like within the divert, like within, uh, my peers and lost respect and lost credibility within people of the black community because she, she's, she's black as well. Oh, she is. Okay. Yeah. You think they're gonna hire a fucking white lady to come in and talk about? They're they're dumb. They're not fucking morons. Dude, you uh, could do that shit in Silicon Valley, no problem, and no one would even think twice. Villain, that's Silicon Valley. I know. I just, I'm just uh, saying, give it. That's true. I guess. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. No people. That fucking work shit happens all the time. I'm sure out there, and no one's fucking saying I mean, a word. Sincere. I don't know. They're like dead ass serious. Yep. Uh, what are you doing (laughs) when you know that people aren't ill-intentioned though this sounds different this sounds yeah it sounds really fucking valley it's just like you're lazy you don't want to put an effort you know yeah oftentimes it is bigoted but it's yeah it's mm. yeah this is bigoted too just really really fucking worse so okay so they they closed the tap room now mind you earlier I, i mentioned that um Dominic Ryan was the GM of the Detroit Tap Room. Right. Came out today or late yesterday that uh, Founders has placed Ryan on uh, paid leave until they can find out what to do with his position. Uh, wow. Yeah. Now that came out like today. This is a good week after the Tap Room closed. So they're just now going like, all right, you know, hey, we've got all tap room employees. They're taken care of on their unpaid sabbatical or whatever the hell they, you know, fluff they want to call right, it. Right, right. Basically, they're out washing kegs over at the fucking big brewery. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're going to pay you. You're still going to do something, though. So let's fold these shirts, huh? Get them out on the merch tables. Um, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and iron the... the <laughs> yeah, stuffing envelopes, licking... I don't know hops or something. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Licking hops. That's their punishment. 
but then just today they were like, oh shit, this guy's still on our payroll. Oh, the giant racist douchebag. Right, let's put him on paid leave, huh? Paid, oh my God. Paid fucking leave. I like how it's the, ta- it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's where he works that gets closed first. Yep. <laughs> They're kind of like, dude, you kind of fucking did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and you like, you would think, okay, so and that that to me gives some validity, maybe, maybe, to their statements that their employees were like threatened physically, because yeah, you got to think, there's at least would definitely be. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's at least two or three people who would go in there and be like, hey, dipshit, what am I? Do I look white to you, or do you yeah. not see my color either? And you would hope at least. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I would. I had hope in humanity until my car got opened up this morning. So, you know, oh, you know, yeah, anything could happen. Anything could fucking happen. You held on longer than most, Brian. God, God bless him. I thought we could get through this together. And now we're here. Anyway. So, yeah, the fucking tap room closes, waits a week. Oh, shit, he's getting paid. Uh, oh, paid, leave. Getting paid? paid leave. Paid <laughs> The manager. Uh, I don't know. It, it pisses me off. I saw, I've seen comments on Twitter about people going like, Hey, you know, I get it. They're racist. Nobody like, you know, no, we don't want to support them. But at the same time, by not supporting them, are we taking money out of the good people's hands who worked at founders? Wait, so th- hold on. This is the dude with the racist ass comments, right? This is everybody. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, the comments on Twitter regarding uh, the fuck founders. Right. But I'm saying, um, the guy who got fired, who sparked this conversation, yes, was the dude who was trying to act all like he had, you know, he can't see no. color and yada yada. No, he didn't get fired. So, just want to be clear: this is not the guy who got put on paid leave. No, 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 no. This is these are just random oh. people on Twitter. No, that's not that's not what I'm asking. They're comment. They're talking. They're commenting on this, saying. Oh, are we putting you know good people out of work or whatever? But and but he's the one that was put out of work, right? No, he's not put out of work. If oh, can, yeah. okay. I he's, thought he was the tap room manager. He was, but he's they're not who they're referring to as good people who are put out of work. Okay, okay. they're talking about the rest of the founders' employees. Yeah, who are having to do other things because apparently a few of the employees like posted on their private Facebooks and uh, mm-hmm. other okay, places okay. like, hey, you know what's. You would stand up for equality, but also I'd like to get paid at my job. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think we talked about it early on, or last year even, when this whole lawsuit got brought up. And I think Francois put it up. Oh, fuck. I think Frank put it up <laughs> in a way that uh, that it was like, hey, you know, there, yeah, sure, there are good people who are in all these shitty regimes out there. Uh, but that doesn't mean you have to support the shitty regime, regimes to support the 2 or 3%. Um, that are not shitty. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, uh, so I've been I've been uh, keeping in line with some things that are happening on on the Twitterverse, and there's some fun shit happening out there. Uh, one of the best things that I've seen are people, and this is not just this one person, but there are other people who posted similar things. This is the great thing about a country with over seven thousand craft breweries is that every beer from every brewery is replaceable, often with yeah. something better produced by people who aren't the worst and i feel like that uh that should be a rally cry and i know that i've said i've said on this podcast to 
members of your family, the limb, that, <laughs> that just because something is local does not mean it's good, does not mean it's better than a yeah. national brand. But at the same time, like, I think the caveat to that is exactly what this dude said. Like, well, it's, it's just amazing. I think that is the good part of capitalism is like, you know, if, if you're not going to abide by like what we call good and decent standards, then we're not going to buy from you and we're not going to support you. You know, like your dollar really is your voice. You're, you'll be drowned out. Yeah. So I, I think this is kind of the great part of the system that we have. And I, I find it funny that this is the part that some people choose to, like, you know, of everything that's wrong with our system, this is the part that you're going to be like, oh man, but what about these poor people who aren't bigots? And it's kind of like, okay, what about these poor people who aren't bad people who just fucking get demonized? You know, like what about the brown day. people who aren't illegal immigrants? You know, who, gets, what about the, I don't know, who aren't, what about the immigrants who aren't drug cartels? I just don't. Yeah. Don't How about the people, the, the immigrants who are labeled illegal aliens? Every single a white guy loses day. his job, and now suddenly we have a heart. I, I just right. It's it's weird how that works. Willem, let me let me catch you up on about two hundred years of uh, American right. politics. <laughs> you uh, fucking I mean, you've you've sunk to the core of what makes this country tick. Yeah, it's uh, the literally bleeding heart liberal applies to everyone if that heart is connected to white skin. Yep, it's this country is hard to like. You know, it's it's definitely a love, but it's like a you love it because you know the possibilities. You know the yeah. So, but it's so it's such a hard fight all the time, especially when you talk to people who've lived in other countries and see how the rest of the world uh, views America. And you're like, ah, I see now. Screaming USA <laughs> yeah. at people uh, in, <laughs> in it's very aggressive, <laughs> super <laughs> aggressive. I see yeah. that now. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, taking pride in the number of people you put to death in your state is not like from, uh, you know, uh, legal homicide is not really something to be super yeah. proud of. Guns aren't really toys like we <laughs> like to treat them. No, you mean I shot a fucking tank of uh, propane to show the world that I'm having twins. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so on to your boycott, uh, what you're talking about with capitalism and uh, how we can choose other brands over shitty brands. Uh, it's come out this week that there are several national chains of beer bars that have requested or sent out strong statements saying, Hey, please don't carry founders products. Or we strongly advise you to not no longer carry founders products on your tap wall. And I think uh, the laziest fucking answer to that uh, was done by, I remember who it was, but it was like a brew pub owner or a, a, a chain of brew pubs in Illinois, in the Michigan area. And they were saying, th- this dude was quoted as saying, it's hard enough to tell people uh, the difference between di- uh, styles of beer at the table and to communicate that to all of our serving staff. It's almost impossible to train our serving staff uh, to be able to explain correctly why we don't carry brands or why we don't suggest uh, brands be purchased at the table, so we just we we just pulled all the founders brands off the tap wall. Good. And I was like, that was good. Yeah, first example is good, but at the, uh, thinking back on it, you're like, hmm. 
you almost want your staff to be well, uh, like, uh, yeah. tuned, tuned into what's going on enough to actually have that. Well, if you're a brew pub, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you uh, want to no. sound knowledgeable and like in the know. Uh, how about like if you don't have founders on? And someone comes in and goes, why don't you have founders on? And I'm assuming they're talking like that because, obviously, <laughs> why don't you have founders on? Like, who is going? I mean, I don't feel like founders is a big enough brand yet for people to be demanding, you know? Well, and that's the thing. Like, uh, the numbers show that in the last year, their brand has still grown in numbers in uh, what's called IRI scan data. So, basically, uh, major com- uh, major grocery chains and liquor okay. chains that are signed into Nielsen data collection and IRI uh, data collection shows that founder scans have been up. Oh, wow. But uh, to your point that you made last week, you were like, hey, every time I see someone order founders in a bar, I tell them, you know, yeah. what's going on with them, and they don't order the next time. And I think that's what we're what they're experiencing in particular at the grocery store because they don't have the Villams and the Bryans of the world at grocery store doors going, yeah. Hey, I see you're picking up solid gold pills. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Like it's, it's, there's not enough people on the, on, on planet earth to do that. I think that Uh, kind of says something about people who buy craft beer or just like consumer in general, right? Like for the most part, they're ignorant, pretty ignorant about what they buy. There's just too many options these days. And, especially when it comes to craft beer, if you think about it, there's so many options. I mean, I don't think about the politics of the brewery that I'm, you know, buying from. Oh, I do, (laughs) but I am. Yeah, but you're like in it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit different, different beast when it comes to it. I fucking didn't buy a local brand for almost four years just because of the interaction that I had with the owner. The first time I met him, I'm like, yeah. This no, I get, well, and I get that. I mean, it's, and it wasn't that's more personal. I was going to say that was a per, on a personal scale. That wasn't <laughs> him call, saying the N word out in public and acting like we're cool now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's funny you mentioned that as well, villain, because um, I saw another another, and I'm just going through my Twitter likes this week at this point because there's some good shit. Uh, two more things, and then I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm done with the with the Twitter speak. Uh, I love Twitter. This dude. Wow, that's its own world. It is. It's fucking. It's a a whole new world. Uh, Shining, shimmering wonder. You know what I mean? Actually, have some Twitter news after you're done with this. Shit, great. Uh, This guy, uh, off topic, but back on topic. He says, I think a lot of people are going to say that Popeye's chicken sandwich is different this time, and they're going to talk shit about it. I've been into beer for a while now, and I know this shit works. I know how this shit works, (laughs) which is very true, which is like. You're the fucking people are so ignorant to the things that they claim uh, expertise they on. Uh, they they don't know what the fuck they're talking about a majority of the time, or the shit that they are talking about is not the full story. Right. So just like you said, like oh no, KBS is good because it's actually something that was created outside of the racist part of the brewery. It was done in a pilot brewery, and then all these other fucking sub stories that go on to justify why they're. Turning right. a blind eye to racism. I don't fucking care how the the thing is. Uh, however good the beer might be, it is going the the profits are going into the pockets of the people who are hateful. So and, and speak, giving them money. And speaking of profits, and to take it to a place that we've I don't think ever gone on no beer left behind. Uh, uh, <coughs> there is uh, a saying in the Bible that uh, if you 
plant your seeds in uh, in barren ground, you will bear no fruit. So in other words, like if you put your faith into something that is bad, that is evil, that is no good to this world, you're never going to fucking receive any benefit from yeah. any of that work. Uh, but when you plant your seed, when you plant your hard or hard work and time and effort and money into things that are good and good for this world, you will receive a, a bountiful uh, uh, collection. So there's some good uh, Christianity that uh, people don't like to fuck talk about, but I'll bring that to you. No, or well, they'll talk about it, but they'll put themselves in that light. You know they I mean? they twist it however they want to twist it to make it work for their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I make it work for my life, but I make it work for my life because it's for the better good of the person next to me, not for myself. Right. It's like if you take your religion as in uh, uncomplex of a manner as you can. Yeah. And just like be pure about it. You know, that's the life you should be leading. I feel like that's what is being communicated to you. Not all this bullshit and cruff about whatever the fuck else these people put around this shit. Uh, now, <clears throat> speaking of the the truth of life. Uh, there's a, this is a picture uh, taken from Disneyland. Uh, guy with the, I'm guessing it's Make America Great Again uh, Mickey yeah, Mouse hat. Lord. And his sweatshirt says, his hoodie, sorry, says, if I charge, follow me. If I retreat, kill me. If I die, avenge me. Okay? Which sparks some great conversations on Twitter. <laughs> which says... Uh, <laughs> says I this is in, in in response to if I retreat kill me he says but if I kill him how should I how could I avenge him <laughs> this lady says murder suicide obs <laughs> oh yeah that's not the only way uh then uh then people started throwing out great quotes from history uh to go along with this cuz remember this dude's at Disneyland wearing Mickey Mouse ears this dude says <laughs> oh right yeah <laughs> this dude says Disneyland is hell you know, quote unquote, Disneyland is hell, <laughs> as said by William Tecumseh Sherman. <laughs> Probably, like, <laughs> Prob- I love that one. No plan oh, survives yeah, contact yeah. with the entrance gate crowd. Helmuth von Moltke's great great grand nephew after the Battle of Anaheim, which <laughs> is fucking fantastic. That's great. I feel like if you wear one of those shirts that gives you uh, ultimatums. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you should be prepared to receive either like a vicious ass whooping or just just constant ridicule. You d- like, uh, and then the typeface on it is just god awful. It's, it's like it's one slug or some shit. I was gonna say it's one scroll or swirl away from bleeding cowboys. Uh, <laughs> which that is a typeface joke for all those nerds out there listening. Villem gets it. Villem gets yes, it. I do. <laughs> If you're not into typefaces, might I recommend? They're oh yeah, really interesting. There's a lot there to uncover. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I'm not like into them, but anytime you know, I'm married to a designer, so anytime I hear any kind of anything, it's it's always interesting. I mean, people fucking people are into typeface humor. They just don't know it because yeah, the they, whole they, Comic Sans thing. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. People talk shit on Comic Sans yeah. all the time. We're like, hey, I've papyrus. got a yeah. Oh, papyrus is the worst. Hell, even those old, remember word art? Oh, <laughs> word yeah. Art? What's crazy is I saw a, uh, I was uh, went to Walmart today to buy some Halloween candy, begrudgingly, and uh, I noticed there's like, you know, the the clothing section at the Walmart Supercenters, they always right. have like the that hot shit on the end caps. The hot <laughs> shit on one of the like women's clothing end caps, there was, 
I swear to God, it was word art on a fucking hoodie. I was like, this is insanity to yeah, me. Yeah, I would not be surprised. It was that like tricolor. It sticks around, man, like 30 years later. It was that tricolor horizon. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the one that's like the three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. And it dude. said something like perfection or some shit like that. I'm like, God damn it. This I feel is... like we were talking about something else, though. Founders. Racism. Racism. I know yeah. you just default to racism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. It, listen, here's my public service announcement, and I'll, I'll get off my soapbox about founders for this week. I'm not going to write it off completely because they got a long road ahead of them. If you see a family member open up KBS or CBS at Thanksgiving this year, slap it out of their fucking hands and uh, take a video of you pouring it out in front of them and being like, yep. Send it to No Beer Left Behind, either at uh, at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter or at No Beer Left Cast on Instagram. And, and we uh, will pay your hospital bills. Nah, because their fucking family members who are buying founders are weak bitches. That's what we <laughs> yeah, say. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they are weak, and uh, we, we shan't be afraid of them nuss more. Uh, so, Willem, you've got uh, you got some Twitter heat you want to, you want to bring? Yeah. So the only other thing I wanted to say about founders is... I don't think it's really apology level at this point. I think it's like fundamental restructuring of the company, you know, like get rid of the management. I definitely think whoever owns founders needs to step down and. Okay. So it's, it's interesting. You bring that up. Uh, founders is actually majority owned by San Miguel, um, which is a Spanish owned mega brewery. Oh, okay. Well then, um, we all shouldn't be buying founders in the first place anyway. Right. So they actually just took over majority or 59% shareholds. That's funny as hell. So they're implying racists. Well, they, they themselves are a company from a Spanish speaking. Yeah. Well, Spain, Spanish speaking. I want to make, make that. <laughs> I don't know if that clarification makes any sense. Uh, the original yeah. racists. <laughs> Well, I, right? No, I kid. <laughs> that but, was going to um, say, there were some others. <laughs> I think the Greeks or Romans, they had it a little beforehand. Yeah. yeah. No, I kid. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Twitter uh, news, right? Yes. What we were talking about. They today, their founder, I think. I think he's still owner or something. I don't know. It's hard Jack. to keep up with these tech companies. Uh, announced that they will not be allowing political ads of any kind. Oh, not even no. ones that are fact-checked by Russians? No. or <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. No, no political ads. And I thought the argument that was made for that was really, really good. And I'm wondering if I can pull that up and read that to you. What do you think? I think we can give it a shot. See, I had not heard that. That's very interesting. Yeah, so, okay, so the... Username is Jack, and he is obviously with a username like Jack. He's one of the originals, right? He's a Leo. Um, and let's see. So he said, we've made the decision to stop all political advertising on Twitter globally. We believe the political, excuse me, we believe political message uh, reach should be earned, not bought. Why? A few reasons. He said, Political message earns reach when people decide to follow an account or retweet. Paying for reach removes that decision forcibly or forcing highly optimized and targeted political messages on people. 
right? Like that makes sense to me. Okay. I feel like uh, we believe this decision should not be compromised by money. While internet advertising is incredibly powerful and very effective for commercial advertisers, that power brings significant risks to po politics where it can be used to influence votes to affect, uh, affect the lives of millions. Internet political ads present entirely new challenges to civic discourse, machine learning based optimization of messaging and micro targeting unchecked misleading information and deep fakes all at increasing velocity, sophistication, and overwhelming scale. These challenges will affect all internet communication, not just political ads. Best to focus our efforts on the root problems without the additional burden and complexity of taking money uh, that taking money brings. Trying to fix both means <clears throat> fixing neither well and harms our credibility. For instance, it's not credible for us to say, we're working hard to stop people from gaming our systems to spread misleading info. But if someone pays us to target and force people to see their political ad, well, they can say whatever they want. And then he does a little winky emoji. So that's out to, <laughs> that's, uh, out to Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> what a fucking little bitch. I hate. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, we considered stopping only candidate ads, but issue ads present a way to circumvent. Yep. On behalf um, of, and that's even almost yeah, even worse. just like if you just think about some issues are very polarizing, even like abortion, for instance, right? So you do a pro-abortion ad. Well, this is a family podcast. We call it Schmishmortion on here. <laughs> yeah, and there's only one pro Schmishmortion. Thank you, candidate in <laughs> in the race, right? Yeah. So like, okay, that's obvious. Anyway, um, uh, he said we're well aware of a small. We're well aware. Oh, whoa! <laughs> We're a small part of a much larger political advertising ecosystem. Some might argue our actions today could favor incumbents, but we have witnessed many social movements reach massive scale without any political advertising. I trust this will grow. This will only grow. I, I think the point there to me is like, um, maybe surface level. Yes, it could because just. They're already in office, and so they're a no name, and you right know, might well, be easy to vote for them. And that comes with every celebrity, though. That exactly it comes up. with they, you know, they have a name, and it, you have to beat that somehow organically, is what he's basically saying here. Right. Um, in addition, we need more forward-looking uh, political ad regulation. Uh, parenthesis, very difficult to do. Ad transparency requirements are progress, but not enough. The internet provides entirely new capabilities and regulators need to think past the present day to ensure a level playing field. We'll share the final policy by 11.15, including a few exceptions. Ad in support of voter registration will still be allowed, for instance. We'll start enforcing our new policy on 11.22 to provide current advertisers a notice period before this change goes into effect. He says, a final note, <clears throat> this isn't about free expression. This is about paying for reach and paying to increase the reach of political speech has significant ramifications that today's democratic infrastructure may not be prepared to handle. It's worth stepping back in order to address. And I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, I think we don't... You don't know what you're capable of. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I think what we refer to as advertising is not you don't 
I, I think a lot of people don't really understand the power that this mis- machine learning stuff has mm-hmm. uh, and AI and all that. It, it It's especially well tailored for this like scenario of, oh, he, you know, he's of basically finding patterns in society and then exploiting them. So if I, if I show certain interests in this, you know, they know that people who show a lot of interest in that specific thing also really like this, this, and this. Right. And then they know how to kind of like introduce you to those things. And that's what's so, fucking scary. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like, okay. So I'm going to say this to say what I really mean. Like, this isn't their first go around. And this isn't anyone's first go around with this sort of thought process. But it's this, this the first go around with this scenario of thought process with our generation, with the millennial and Gen Z generations. Right. Because uh, we've already hit boomers and Gen Xers with the Fox News scenarios of the early 2000s and got them hook, line, and sinker on. If you like this and you feel scared about this, then go ahead and vote for us here. Uh, And I feel like with social media, you have the opportunity to further exploit those who you're already fucking scare tacticking, scare tacticking into uh, like into your web, yeah. And then, I, so, sorry, go ahead. And I was gonna say, and now you're 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 pulling in those other uh, the other generations who are are falling into algorithms, and yeah. they're exploiting like organic algorithms. Sorry, yeah. my my window. I have my window open in here, and the because it's hot as shit. Right now, that for some be nice. It's like thirty-two degrees over here, or some shit. Yeah, it's thirty. It's thirty degrees outside here too. Um, but it's hot as fucking. Parker can attest. It's hot as balls in this brew room. Uh, mm-hmm. When I have the heater on, for some reason. Oh, you know what? I need to close that vent. Yeah, smart. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. No, I, I think this whole thing. You know, when when you're on Amazon and you're looking at something. Right. And and then you scroll down and it has that section. It's like people also bought and it'll be like, it'll show you like, and it always makes sense. Right. It's like, oh, I'm buying a banjo and people also bought a tuner and finger picks and, you know, like yeah. what you need to, if you're like a new to the banjo, that's what you would get. Right? I just, it makes sense. Yeah. I just did it now, with, with with my camera. They offered filters that fit that lens size. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah, let's do that. Okay. They learn from us. Mm-hmm. And it's not – so that's like a broader thing. Like, oh, someone who buys a banjo will buy these things. Banjo player, right? Like, that makes sense. Um, but you can go way more fine-grained. I mean, you can say white, male, 20 to 30 years old, Uh you know Here, here's like, a kick drum have you thought about uh starting your own mumford band yeah like, <laughs> but now now talk about politics you know like a yeah. little more left-leaning exactly you know, we can pull them this way a little bit should introduce them to this material like i mean this this is real shit and you're talking about things like, that social can... engineering now and mm-hmm. um exploitation I mean, of... really think about it i mean whoever controls that can now kind of shape the world and at least America and our political system, how they want, because they have access to extremely targeted advertising and exposure to material. And it's just, honestly, I don't think we understand the kind of power that 
we're harnessing now. On a, okay, so this is going to sound uh, this is this is about as far into conspiracy land as I go, but what, that's one of the reasons I stopped listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Hear, Why is that? Hear me out. So people who are listening to the Joe Rogan podcast are uh, they're pretty well like uh, they they cover a wide range of political views. Okay. Uh, by by default, they, they it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I they do. Totally see it. But the people who follow the Joe Rogan podcast and listen to the people who talk on there all fall within like a similar vein of like I'd rather not people tell me what to do. I'd rather find out all this information on my own or find out the true stories of what's going on here. Uh, but also, I have faith in the people that I've put faith into. One of those people being Joe Rogan, and the things that he says. I'm like, mm, okay, I give that a more, uh, I, I weight his words with more, gra- like with more truth or weight his, his words with, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I lean more toward that. The moment that I stopped like uh, really listening to his podcast as a form of entertainment was when he brought up the fact that like, hey, I don't, like I, he basically said what Zuckerberg said in the initial tr- uh, like um, uh, questioning that he did in front of Congress when yeah. he was like, we just talk about truth. That's what we go through. And we, um, you know, we put out the facts that are out there. And if they make sense to us, it's up to our audience to discern how truthful or how dishonest those things are. And like when he said what he did about like, hey, we're not going to show you anybody who's just blatantly lying. And if we do have them on the show, we're going to ask them, we're going to confront them about it. I was like, no, you're not. You're not fucking doing that because you've already told me that you don't care about what other people think of you. You're never going to censor yourself because you're going to say what you think. Who did they not confront? Rogan? Yeah. Alex Jones. (laughs) Oh, he had him on. I never saw that. He had, he's had him on two or three times. Oh yeah. No, you got to, Fuck and and that motherfucker, I can't even believe. Anyway, sorry. I, but that's that's the thing. Like when he he took it as like, oh, Alex is just a funny guy. No, he may be a funny guy to you off stage or off camera, off off mic when you talk to him. Maybe Alex Jones is the best actor on planet Earth because Alex Jones is. is a real piece of I mean, shit. Yeah. But when you and so when you talk to him that way, you have people who are susceptible to lean toward whatever you say is truth. Within your listener base. Within your listener. Well, obviously within your listener base because his listeners, like his non-listeners, aren't listening to him because he's a fucking right. audio medium. So, and like, I'll listen to him when he gets a big interview. Like, I won't uh, even do that now. Like after that and after he like followed up with all his shit of like, you know, hey, this is this is entertainment. If you don't like it, you can go other, way, other places. Then you were like, well, then I will. And then I will. And the, the issue is that I have with the Rogan podcast in particular is that he has people on who keep that same thread who are not good for fellow man. Okay. Yeah. Like who are not helping any situation at all. Period. Like point blank period. And it's under the guise of entertainment and, um, he's not doing anything to harm anybody. With that said, like you also don't have any concept of what type of pull you have within your community. And that's exactly what, I mean, that's what Jack said with Twitter. And that's what Zuckerberg has said that everyone is true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the larger problem is like, they don't understand. They don't grasp. Well, Jack clearly does. I don't know who Jack is, but right. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, Joe Rogan, they don't grasp the influence that they have because 
this uh, this is an hypothesis that I'm coming up with right now. Okay. I because like they it, they fell into it so easy. Right. You know, like inter- the internet you publish, and if people like you, they watch mm-hmm. or listen or subscribe or mm-hmm. sign up. And when you fall into something that big and that influential that easily, when you get to that level, you probably don't even realize, you know, you started out with millions and now with in like Mark Zuckerberg's case, you're talking about billions. I mean, so how many, several billion active users every single day. We're talking about a chunk yeah. of the world's population every day logs in to Facebook. Right. And these people are known like personally on personal levels because of what they search, what they buy, what they like, what you like, what you react to on Facebook. Yeah. That's not a one way street. You're not just telling your friends, oh, I enjoy this. You're telling a computer, pick up on this. You know, like, this is something I like. This is something that makes me angry. This is something that Mm -hmm. makes me laugh, you know? (laughs) like Give me more things like this to make me laugh more. And the more data points it gets, the smarter it gets, the more efficient it gets. Uh, I don't know. Just Even just me sitting here talking about it, and like really think it, I, I, a lot of times I got to be honest with you, I just kind of, uh, I stopped going down that road pretty early on yeah. because it, it really, the, the places that it leads, you know, it does sound tinfoil hat ish, but I mean, this is real stuff that we're talking about. It, it's, well, I was going to say it's, it sounded, it would sound tinfoil hat ish four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, but now, like all those conspiracies are reality, or within yeah. grasp, and they're of presenting in way scarier ways than we realized they would. Yeah, and uh, it's like I, I, I've always looked at it from the standpoint of like, okay, Google can see where I go every day. Sure, whatever. Like that. Okay, now Google's listening. Example one: listening it was listening to, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, sure, it knows where I go every day, but at the same time, like. I don't care if it knows where I go. If it can tell me how to get to and from where I shop the most often, the quickest, like maybe that's the, yeah. that's the, that's the trade off. That's the, the price that I pay. Yeah. But at the same time, to your point, like that information's being used far more like in, in way more nefarious ways than we could have ever imagined. I think that, I, I think the thing that is, um, we're all worried about the FBI, right? And they're listening and they're, they're going to use this against us in the court of law, right? Like, or whatever. We're not all worried about it, but that like, that's like kind of what the underlying thing. That's, that's what is always taught as like the fear Mm -hmm. is like, you could, you know, this could be used against you. And I think that's a 20th century fear. I think the 21st century fear is that all of our data collectively can be used against us to achieve an outcome and then the scary part is is who is deciding what that outcome is who decides because if we're all so easily influenced if we can log on if i can log on to facebook and just see some of the most like blind bullshit like sheepish comments just following 
you know, like Donald Trump or whatever it might be, whoever. Could be. I'm just saying, throwing names out. <laughs> That's who it is maybe now, but, you know. But who, tomorrow it could be someone. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you know, it, you don't like to think of people as that influent influenceable is that even a word uh, uh that's susceptible to influence but like yeah, here you go. clearly we are there and uh, the the when they talk about social engineering uh, you know you can you can kind of like make people you can make society behave away by doing certain things and then you extrapolate that to now you have a machine that allows you to like very finely tune where your message goes and right it's uh it i don't know they bought it can go wherever someone was willing to take it really yeah it gets real fucking gross real quick yeah and democracy has nothing to do with it because if if you can build a cult like following of you know a voter majority now you control the nation and from there on out they don't fucking care if if they if they believe in you, you you can just start hacking away at the constitution who cares i mean right. clearly people don't care um you said some like heinous like you see some heinous uh news article posted on facebook that has no basis in reality <clears throat> let me just uh, uh some of my old old church friends who are uh, now working at uh, the christian broadcasting network Posted this little news story. Oh, CBN? Yeah, CBN, <laughs> you know, the leader of all things news. <clears throat> I want to make sure I get this this tagline of this story done correctly. Your tax dollars used to merge mice with aborted human baby body parts. Abhorrent on so many levels. That's... What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, so the basis of the story, pretty clear. Uh, uh, aborted baby body parts sold for animal testing and our tax dollars are paying for it. I want to know what... Okay, education's not the problem, right? On, on because, Facebook, on Facebook, by the way. So, you know, that's Jesus, getting vetted yeah. correctly. I wanna, okay, what separates someone like you or me, mm-hmm. you and me, from someone like this, someone who is actually susceptible to that article, you know, because it cannot be just access to education purely. Because, no. like, I mean, I was never that. I would, from the moment I even understood <laughs> those words, I was like, that's that would be a bullshit headline to yeah, me. Something seems off about this. There's a little, something yeah. a little fishy's going on here. Yeah. So well, what is happening that pe- that there are people out there that are like, oh yeah, that fucking adds up. I mean, yeah. what the hell? Obviously, that's happening. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I have asked that to my wife, who grew up in uh, you know in and around churches her entire life. I'm like, is that fucking even real? We had this conversation with her parents who were like elders in some really right. big churches in Dallas. And the moment I started reading the headlines, their eyes rolled so far back in the back of their heads that I thought they died. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you know, you know this. This isn't news to you. Like, you've heard this before. And they're like, right. yeah, we've heard this several times over. And it's really annoying to hear things like this. Like, right. And and their, their response is a lot like other people's like measured responses. If you, like when they're involved with something, it's like, you know, okay, lies like this pop up for everyone on every side of every argument 
forever and ever in history. And they're not wrong. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're right about that. Like people say same things about, uh, Christians are killing Syrians for not believing in God or whatever the fuck, what, whatever war we're fighting in. Like, yeah. that's the, that's the, the, the Christian spin on it. And, or, you know, what, whatever it may be, like th- th- that argument can be made and it's again, correct. But at the same time, like your question's valid. I don't know what leaves people that open to such blatant f- like falsehoods. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's fucking wild. It's the same thing. Like I heard Elizabeth Warren sucked a Marine's dick last week. Like, okay. And one, one congratulations, I guess. Both, yeah. Bo- both of you are fucking great. I guess. I, I don't know if anyone's to be faulted there. I don't know if maybe whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to judge anybody. Whatever tickles your pickle, go ahead. Do knock. Like for me, for the most part, I just would prefer not to hear anything about any politician's sex life. Honestly, I don't care if you cheated on your spouse. But villain, I don't give a shit what you did. How are we supposed to know uh, when we can? Who the moral and good ones are? (laughs) I guarantee you, you don't have to tell me a thing about someone's sex life, and I can tell you if they're moral and good or not. Well, and moral and good on uh, according to my compass has nothing. Nothing yeah. to do with their dick, uh, unless yeah. it's yep, exactly. unless it's going that's into unless it's going into or out of someone against their will. That's really the only thing that fucking matters, and that like and I can yeah, and that's easily discernible by the other person involved going, "Hey, yeah. that shouldn't have happened." And then you got a criminal record or a <laughs> you know a whistleblower or something. So yeah, and it, again, doesn't involve their sex life; it involves their sexual assault life, which is yeah. different. Which is a crime. Yeah, it just involves their <laughs> rap sheet. It involves a it involves a judge, a couple lawyers, and a jury, and 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 that's I feel like it's more than uh, what most people are into sex wise. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. people who I would trust with anything. Yeah, I would just like to know why some people will believe a headline like that. It's it's fucking insane to me. And it's like I'm not a I I have nothing wrong with religion. You know, I, I I actually respect people who have like a, a spiritual component to their lives. I really do, um, because I think it's important. I think it's really good for your mental health. But I have a problem when you intersect your fundamentalist, not just your religious beliefs, because I think religion and politics have can share a space. But I think when you when you bring this like fundamental. Uh, you know, a headspace or whatever the fuck, I don't know, viewpoint to something yeah. like politics which is in the public sector. When you, when you start to become this like, you know, thing like that, I just, you lose me because I don't, yeah. who said I'm on your side as far as that goes, who said we agree, yeah. you know, we don't have to agree on everything. Uh, but, but there's some base things that I feel like we should all agree on. And one of those things is that uh, people aren't splicing mice and aborted fetuses together. Just so we're clear, exactly. that's not fucking happening. I, you know what? If you think that is happening, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell everyone right now: stop listening. Just this is this ain't the cast for you. Stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> we ain't the ones. All right. Um, Write us. We would like to hear why you believe what you believe and how you're able to 
just ignore the the lack of evidence for your argument. Sleep. Like seriously, I w- I'm actually curious, but I, I doubt we'll hear from anybody. Yeah, no, because I feel like the people who are listening to this podcast are not this of point. That yeah, no, they're like they're laughing along with us about mice and aborted fetuses. Um, but if you do feel so inclined, please email us at nobirdleftbehindcast at gmail.com because I feel like your explanation is going to be too lengthy for uh, 240 <laughs> characters on Twitter. Let's keep it formal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, hit us up over there if you uh, if you want to send us some beer recommendations or uh, ask us or tell us about some beer news. Hit us up on Twitter at nobirdleftbehindcast over on Twitter at no beer left behind cast on Instagram and at NBLB beer on Twitter for myself. And if you just want to join in on the rant, do that too. Send us your thoughts. Yeah. Hell send us your, uh, send us your Gmail account. And if you've got a fucking microphone, you can come yell at us. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> hey, remember that one time that we had that dude from Alabama joined us on our cast. Cause he just hopped on our URL. Oh my god, yeah, that was fun times. Yeah. That was wild. That we dude, should pull that one back up sometime. That dude was lost as shit. He didn't know what the <laughs> fuck. He was trying to chat with his girlfriend on Google Hangouts. Yeah. And we were using... But he stuck around, though. He did stick around. He didn't Didn't seem like he was hating it. No. Although I will say, that dude did look problematic. And I'm going to be honest with you. If he was chatting with his girlfriend who is not going to the same school as him... Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. That's some... It's it's problematic. Is all I'm gonna. Do. I'm just gonna leave it a problematic. Anyway, uh, yeah, check out that cast. It was cast uh, a long time ago. Um, <laughs> we know it might already be in our Yeah, it yeah. it's it's she gone. All right, for uh, Brian here in North Texas. Until the next time we speak, I'm out. For Willem, thank you for listening. Uh, stay informed. Really pay attention to this. Like technology advertising thing because it kind of shapes it may not impact you so much but it shapes the opinions of the people around you and it it is important i mean we all this whole echo chamber thing that's been kind of like a really hot button thing this is kind of like you know paying to like keep that going is what we're talking about here so anyway later